You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Dave Maddox and Stuart Dunsmore of Envision Global. A market in a state of unrest continues to challenge shippers and their customers with instability and unpredictable variability across the board. From dealing with capacity crunches to managing rate volatility, businesses need to have the right tools in place to keep operations flowing and costs down. Dave Maddox and Stuart Dunsmore of Envision Global join us to share some of their observations on what companies can do to maintain a solid supply chain efficiency. Joining us today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast, we have Dave Maddox, Senior Vice President, Global Supply Chain Sales and Marketing, and Stuart Dunsmore, Senior Vice President of Supply Chain Services Technology for Envision Global. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the show this morning. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you having us. Thank you for the invite. It's great to have you both. Uh, first off, before we, we get into everything, uh, I hope you and yours are, are safe and healthy. Uh, and uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that today with uh, our topic, Navigating Current Market Constraints. Uh, but before we get into everything, uh, Dave, let me start with you and ask you to introduce yourselves to our audience. Uh, give us a little bit about your background in the industry and what you're currently working on with uh, Envision Global today. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Dave Maddox, again, Senior Vice President, Supply Chain Global Sales and Marketing. I've been with the uh, in the industry for 38 years in supply chain, 18 years of that in the operations side, uh, executing warehousing, transportation, and store operations. 20 years, the last 20 years on the sales side uh, with respect to current software sales, as well as transportation services that I've done in a sales capacity. I've been with Envision Global for about four years now. Uh, Again, over our global sales have folks around the world that uh, sell our software technology, as well as uh, executing our marketing efforts, branding our business. Uh, I've also been part of CSCMP, which is Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals in the Atlanta Roundtable, and I was the president from 2017 to this past June 2021. Excellent. It's good to have you. Stuart, if you could do the same, please. And Jeff, good day, and thanks for the invite. Uh, my background is um, in the manufacturing sector. I spent the first 10 years of my career in manufacturing. I've had the, the uh, great opportunity of owning uh businesses both in the physical and the software side i've worked for one of the largest international freight forwarders and have spent a good amount of time with a lot of different customers in different market verticals so i've had the opportunity to design solutions and cultivate opportunities through business process design and software development to be able to bring value to our customer community excellent good to have you this morning so, gentlemen, uh, we're talking about uh, navigating current market constraints. So, let's start with where the global market is now for your customer base and and shippers in general. So, what are they facing in terms of uh, inbound versus outbound product flow? Dave, let me start with you. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So, global inbound shipments have been at unrest in 2021, as most of us know, and are forecasted to be at least through Q1 of 2022, if not past that. The key mode that we're seeing is ocean shipments, not only from a capacity, but from an extremely high rate standpoint. As an example, a 40-foot container from China to the U.S. a year ago was around $3,000. Six months ago, it was up to $11,000, and we're seeing rates now as high as $20,000. So capacity is tighter, rates are higher, and transit times are longer. And it's not just Asia, but we're seeing other countries that are importing do and having issues with that due to labor shortages and pandemic disruption. Stuart, you want to jump in there? 
Yeah, I'd like to add a little bit about uh, that topic because it's beyond it. Now it is beyond the ocean freight capacity issues. These constraints are starting to move into the air freight capacity. It's not that the the uh, aircraft or the equipment is not accessible. It's just that the volume of transition from ocean into air is started to uh, cap that uh, availability of equipment. So now the same challenges is starting to uh, affect cost effect availability and the most important area here is is that contracts are not being maintained so the opportunities for us to create solutions for customers to address those challenges are now becoming quite urgent right so how then is envision global providing supply chain uh, knowledge and, and resources to to assist this uh, this current market so Envision Global has multiple supply chain services and tools that assist shippers globally, from ensuring providers' invoices are accurate to full end-to-end visibility of shipments. A key tool that is being utilized is our spot auction tool that allows shippers to automate the shipments that are needed to move and electronically send to providers, transportation providers that is, all modes for capacity, transit, and rate that provides timely response of providers' ability to execute the load and rate as well as the type of equipment they're going to use on the shipment. As an example, we have a customer today that utilizing the tool daily to move ocean shipments from China to the U.S. The current freight forwarder can't honor the contractual rate, thus the capacity that is offered is highly overpriced. So what our our customers doing is they're utilizing our spot auction tool to execute the loads. And what they found by using our tool and going out to the market to a greater amount of folks, not only just on the ocean side, but within the country, they found a rail provider that could move the container inland within Asia to another port on the other side of Asia and then ship overseas to the U.S., reducing the total cost of the shipment considerably. It did extend the transit time by, you know, by somewhat over a week, but the customer adjusted the future inbound orders to accommodate inventory, thus keeping freight spend controlled. Yeah, Jeff, just to add a little bit more to what Dave had explained. When you, when you transition away from a contractual process where it's streamlined between a customer and their carriers, and you put place yourself into a more variable communication process utilizing auctions. These communications now become extremely important on the ability for customers to control these costs, obtain approvals for these uh, expedited costs. And we have these processes in place to handle that communication, to be able to store in our databases the uh, communication responses on the auctions and to be able to provide that information back to the customer so that when there's an audit process, not just an audit process on the freight payment side, but just an audit process on who approved the shipment, uh, what was the urgency, what was the product, what was the order numbers involved, we have all that information. So we're streamlining these communications to allow customers to avoid emails. Uh, these emails are then scattered between multiple individuals' email boxes. So it's extremely difficult to be able to bring that all together. Our software allows that process and that automation that we have in place allows that process to be in a more controlled environment. Additionally, I want to talk a little bit about the port congestions that are creating some of the issues associated with having to go to spot auction and the processes that we're changing. 
So Dave mentioned some consolidations that take place as it relates to rail, but we're also bringing forward solutions that move the freight into the East Coast ports. We know that the West Coast ports are constrained. The Houston port is constrained, but the East Coast ports have some more flexibility. So we're moving freight from different regions in through Europe and then into the East Coast. Again, it increases transit times, but it helps maintain and control cost. When you're dealing with a significant amount of heavy freight movement, to move and transition that to an air freight process is extremely expensive and can affect profitability of a customer. Now, you guys mentioned uh, streamlined processes, uh, consolidation. Uh, are, are there other best practices that you're seeing from your customers utilizing some of this technology that are uh, really improving their operations and, and overall supply chain cost? Yeah, there is. Uh, Stuart touched on uh, how that movement has changed and in going into the East Coast. And, and so as those inbound shipments are taking place, you really need to have some visibility of, of where they are so you can plan accordingly. So managing the inbound raw materials is a challenge and having a system to manage that, uh, those purchase orders drives operational efficiencies as well as reduced overall costs. So at Envision Global, our impact TMS has a purchase order management or an order management functionality which takes the order information from our customer's ERP. And as the suppliers are executing on those orders, they are creating shipment IDs within our system. So by doing this, the customer now controls the orders more efficiently, first ensuring the shipments do not ship earlier than needed, because that's a key. You don't want to buy inventory uh, more, you know, out further than you need to. And then secondly, full visibility of what's being shipped down to the part number and the quantity to ensure the orders are complete. And if not, having the ability to get with the supplier to find out when the balance of the order will be shipped. You know, that's key. If you order 150,000 pieces and only 75,000 ship and all of a sudden 75 come in and you don't know where the, you know, you don't know that other 75,000 short until you unload the container or the inbound uh, shipment, then, then you're having to react. So it's all about being more proactive than reactive. So by having the visibility of shipments, the warehouses can now plan the labor accordingly and have a better understanding of any outbound orders that need to meet the customer delivery windows. And then also from an accounting standpoint, you're now uh, understand the freight spend and you're able to allocate expense where appropriate uh, and then understand from a forecasting standpoint. Stuart, any other uh, thoughts on your side? Well, certainly manufacturing planning is a big area uh, when it comes to uh, managing the effects of short supply into uh, these operations, customer operations. So when you have customers that are transitioning uh, full container load to less than container load a number of years ago to reduce the amount of inventory cost in transit, now you've got a, con a capacity constraint issue. So we've had some good success in introducing customers to customers to consolidate LCL shipments going from Asia into Europe, as well as into North America. The opportunity for us to optimize and look at how product is flowing and then bring value uh, through different types of solutions across customers, different vertical customers, is starting to be an area that we're bringing some value to. Stuart, you you and I were talking about the customs documentation side and, and how how key that is on those inbound shipments and having full visibility of that documentation. Mention some of the things that we're doing there too. Sure. 
So we've developed in our software environment because we have all the information related to um, the HTS codes, countries of origins, value of products. This uh, provides us the ability to generate packing lists, bills of ladings, and most importantly, the customs documentation. So we have access to create the documents as shipments are in transit and release those documents to US Customs. It's through an automated software process. Brokers can come into the tool. If the customer wants to use our brokers, they can utilize ours. If they want their own brokers to come in, review the, the documents and then submit those documents to customs. So it provides a streamlined process that's tailored to number one, improve the communications between the supply side and the customer side and the broker side. So there's three partners in that communication utilizing our software. And then once the information is validated by the customs broker, it then gets submitted through to U.S. Customs. So we've automated those processes and streamlined those processes in the effort of reducing cost of that import process. Yeah, it's been key for us. It's been key for our customers as well. Now you guys have covered the inbound side of the supply chain now. So uh, talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing uh, globally in the market regarding the outbound side of shipments. So it's definitely both sides uh, of the fence, if you will. And, and it's a seller's market out there. The, the providers can really pick and choose kind of who they want to give their capacity to. And, and they're charging some astronomic rates. Uh, you know, capacity continues to be tight on all modes and rates high globally, as I mentioned. Our spot quote tool uh, is highly used to automate the capacity. We talked about that on the inbound side. It's it's used big time on the outbound side and, and the and the, the to be able to drive those rates down as much as possible. Envision Global has over 19,000 providers in our system. And so we deal with a lot of customers that may not have the breadth of, of carriers to be able to utilize. And so we can offer additional carriers and based on the different modes, whether it be LTL or truckload or uh, so forth, to be able to assist them to expand the opportunity to be able to find, you know, and other brokers, if you will, to be able to find the best rates. We also utilized a procurement tool, which is more used on larger contractual RFPs and in longer term contractual rates that they're building uh, with providers based on some highly volume lanes and uh, lanes that move uh, continuously. So that drives the award process. And then they also, within our tool, have the ability to say, you know what, I don't want all the business to go to one provider and have all my eggs in one basket. I want to be able to spread that amongst multiple providers, multiple carriers, give 25% here, give 40% here, and so forth. So now I have the ability to be able to, to drive multiple carriers to make sure that my business gets done. So as their capacity or as their drivers or as the issues come up, um, now I can be able to have several guys, several folks, if you will, to be able to spread, to be able to get that business done. Um, being able to have a business intelligence tool that can provide deep information, we think is extremely important as well. And we've got a tool that we call Insight Analytics that tool it, it has a lot of information that's that's that drives information back to our customers in seconds, and I'm talking thousands and thousands of records, so they can make quick decisions in their business and be able to pivot where they need to move uh, move business. And so some of those things 
that they're able to see not only just carbon footprint, which is a key piece of a lot of a lot of customers today, but really understand what their cost is per carrier, per lane, per country. You know, driving down to the to the fuel assessorials among other portals that gives them information again for them to be able to uh, to to drive change. And then being able to have a full understanding of your business and meeting your providers, meeting, be able to sit with those providers or talk with them uh, more about their what their what their capacity is and and how our customers' business is ever changing based on the resurgence of the economy allows them based on this information to be able to have that information, to be able to have those conversations, if you will, with those providers versus in the past, it's like, okay, Carrie, you tell me what you what you moved. I have a somewhat of an idea what I moved. It's on a spreadsheet now. Now I, this information is right there in the analytical tool uh, to be able to grow those partnerships, address the capacity, address any service issues that are going on. And then most importantly, try to keep the rates in the check, right? As much as possible, because now the carrier appreciates that you know, that one-on-one conversation and, and appreciates that partnership. So they have an idea of what your business is doing so they can continue to be part of your business without you scrambling to try to find that capacity and try to find the best rate. Stuart, anything you want to add to that on the outbound side? Oh, I certainly do. You know, we offer a global freight management service solutions. So as a part of that, and, and Dave mentioned our insight analytics tool, it's not just about the data. It's about our business analysts reviewing the data and bringing value back to their, our client community. So we have quarterly reviews with our customers. And when we do those reviews, we talk about the movement of goods. We talk about the challenges associated with capacity. We, we provide some insight associated with um, new carrier relationships that we can introduce to, to, uh, to that customer. And then we also talk about how to utilize the software to optimize the, the, the service flows. So when we, when we offer a customer an auto rate function, that allows that customer to automatically review rates against multiple uh, carriers. But then we also have an auto tender function where we will create zones and optimate multiple shipments and create go from LTL shipments to um, full truck load shipments, or we'll go from LCL shipments to full container load shipments. So as we start to analyze the data with inside the Insight Analytics tool and start to present these uh, value levers back to the customer in our quarterly reviews, the purpose there is, is how are we going to tailor the software to the required business process and the, and the supporting data flows to be able to drive value back into that customer. So we do have a, um, a business analyst uh, group that analyzes that information on a continuous basis. And then through our quarterly reviews, we introduce um, value projects to reduce cost and then streamline communication. Sounds like a lot of great uh, tools and resources there. Uh, where can the audience go then for, uh, for more information if they want to find out about more of uh, Envision Global Services? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So we've got, we're on LinkedIn. We're, we're in several places in social media. Uh, we think it's very important today to be able to drive that digital response to, 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 the, to the folks out there that, are, that have that need uh, to be able to improve their supply chain. Our, our website is www.envisionglobal.com. 
Uh, we're constantly trying to update that to to make it uh, easy for for folks to be able to click and and be able to see whether it's videos or key key pieces of our technology. We also have blogs out there because we really want to be that source for folks to come to to understand what's happening in supply chain, not just happening. Um, with, with respect to needing a TMS or audit my invoices. But, you know, we talked about benchmark. We talked about procurement. You know, one of the other tools that we deploy is a contract management tool. Uh, it's really been successful for, for customers. And it's not just a, a rate management or, or a notification of expiration of rates, but it's, it's, uh, it's that repository of pricing and rates. It's, it's the database for all the charges and, and analysis, which can be used for benchmarking. It tracks diversity of suppliers. It it, uh, it also gives you the ability to store and view the spot quotes, and then run forecasting scenarios for new business. So that's another one of the the, the tools we have. But um, we 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 want to be that source for folks to be able to come in and and really understand. So um, we try to we try to be visible and and brand from a global standpoint. We are in seven countries, so we've got offices in Asia. We have offices in in South America, we have offices in Europe. Um, and so we think it's important to be able to have our folks have those boots on the ground that are close to our customers and, and give, you know, speak their language, be able to be in the time zone that they need to be able to react to their business and the changes in their business. Perfect. That sounds great. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. All of those links will be in the show notes so that you can uh, click directly to uh, Envision Global and see some more of their information. Dave Maddox, Stuart Dunsmore, thank you for taking time to talk with the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Uh, best of luck to you and Vision Global. And guys, stay safe, all right? Thank you. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore IL and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation and supply chain practices, Get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.